0: And welcome to episode six of This is 20 something. I am your host, as always, Allison Carpenter. And um, with me today, we have Sam Alderman. You guys will um, be familiar with Sam's voice from episode two. This is Dollar Tree. Say hi, Sam.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: And today is our third listener suggestion episode, and um, our second to last, actually. And um, Sam picked the topic of college style, so I'm going to throw it to you first, Sam, and ask you first what made you come up with this topic, like why you thought of it, and second of all, like why you think it's a good topic for 20-somethings.
1: I kind of picked it because when I go on campus, you see so many different types of people, like I was just talking the other day, my 8 a.m., there was a girl who's like, in jeans, like, full hair, full makeup kind of stuff, and then I'm, like, rolled out of bed 15 minutes before I need to leave, <laughs> grabs the largest t-shirt and some leggings that I can find, but I think it relates to 20-somethings, because we're all kind of like, where do we fit in on this college, like, style spectrum, like, it, should I be the person that dresses up every day, or is it fine to be the person that looks like a bum, it's fine to be the person that looks like my mom, <laughs> yeah. but I think everybody kind of has their own, like, niche in that section that they need to just figure out.
0: Yeah, and I know for me, too, like, I go through points in the semester where I, like, look better than others. Like, right now at the beginning, I'm so scrambled getting everything together that, like, today I wore the same outfit to my Thursday class that I wore to my Wednesday classes, because, like, Literally, I just didn't care. But I it,
1: slept in my shirt. Yeah, that's that I, what I did today. And then today. I wear it the next morning to class because who's gonna know a difference? That's like, what I did today. Your today Monday, too. Wednesday people don't know your Tuesday, Thursday life. It doesn't matter. That's what I was because I was like praying. I was like, please don't let anybody <laughs> from my
0: Wednesday classes be in this one Thursday class. But there wasn't, so I was good. So I'm only spoiling this now. Sorry to everybody that saw me like a couple of hours ago. And I'm not sorry. <laughs>
1: Don't like judge now me you, know oh, I you want. left in that
0: shirt the night before last.
1: We're all struggling college kids like you've we've all picked up the shirt off the ground and like smelled it and gone. I think this is clean. I don't know. I forgot I don't even
0: care if it's technically clean. I just need there to be no visible or like scentable stuff happening with it as long as it doesn't smell bad and as long as there's nothing like obviously spilled or stained on it then i'm like all right cool sounds good
1: i spill on myself way too much to accept (laughs) that like i have holes in some of my t-shirts from like my cats and dogs i spilled ice cream on my shirt on tuesday because my dog was at the vet and i had a mental breakdown after class so I i ate an entire pint of ice cream in my car waiting for her outside built on my shirt and then still did not change after I went and did all my other errands and it was like right in the middle of my chest and I was like, (laughs) you know what? It's all good. Judgers.
0: (laughs) So, um, the first thing that I have written down is I wanted to talk about what, um, when women first started attending colleges, what they wore, um, and men too, but I mean, come on, like we're both ladies. We're going to talk about mostly lady stuff. Sorry, guys. So, um, women mostly, and also I would just like to say for guys in almost every time period when I was doing my research, it's like the same thing until the like sixties, like men are wearing like suits and khakis and with button ups and like are dressed nicely. Yeah. Until like. Really, until hippies roll around and then people are wearing denim and stuff like that. And then it
1: gets more relaxed as we get into athletic and like leisure wear culture. And then, like, here was the phase where the men wore short shorts that women still couldn't really wear. And then, like, men wore crop tops, which I don't know how I'd feel if I walked on a college campus and saw all of like fraternity row in crop tops. I want to see every guy
0: in a romp, (laughs) him.
1: Like, I think those are so cute. Who was it? Oh my god. Okay, Bachelorette. I did you watch? Did you see? Yes. Will's. Oh Will's yeah, was yeah, yeah. the flyest man on the Bachelorette. If you did not watch it, spoiler: he goes home, but he was always fly he with his outfit. Really well dressed. Yes, I always felt him, but he did wear rompim, and Target sells them. But it was not a cute color. Dang. Like. It was pink with like like those mini stripes like if you look closely you see it's pinstriped with white but from oh, far yeah. it just kind of looks pink mm-hmm. with rainbow flags like mini rainbow flags all over it and i was like um, what is this yeah but that was I, feel like, I've seen.
0: I feel like cause i feel like because i want to get jason one because he said if i got him one he'd wear one so i want to get him but i want to
1: get him like a full jumper like the full thing <laughs> I wish men would still be able to understand the struggle women go through when they wear jumpers and rompers about having to get butt-ass naked yes, in the bathroom. Like, because they'll now they still just be make a zip zi- slit. Yes, yes. there'll still be a zipper, so they won't have the problem. They'll just have to like unzip, whip it out, and be done. I know. And then I thought
0: about that. I was like, they don't like this isn't a romper.
1: You have to take your all your clothes off to go to the bathroom in a romper. But the only like woman safe version of that that I can think of is that like pajama jumper version that literally like has buttons and a flap over your ass cheek like that is the only way to make this safe for women to go to the bathroom and not and I was like I don't know that I could pull off the whole butt flap I
0: don't think so I think if you just had a I think you could construct some sort of zipper on the inner thigh that like a really tiny like you know the zippers up the side that you can yeah. barely see I bet you could do like a really really tiny zipper that doesn't have like a pole thing it just has the zipper and it could unzip like both sides like yeah. you could have one on each thigh that could work and then it could just open up and
1: you could just sit For down a second, like I a dress thinking, like crotch to crotch and I was like no, no. let <laughs> girl Someone's going to pee on themselves. Someone's going to think they unzipped just and did like not a, enough.
0: Just like a zipper, and then they can
1: we'll zip just back open up. it yeah. Yeah, and zip it back up. We'll test that theory out. We'll make, <laughs> we'll make some. <laughs> well, so anyway,
0: back to what women were wearing when they first went to, when they first started going to college. Um... I read an article that said women who were quote-unquote well-dressed for academia wore skirts that were ankle skirts or dresses that were ankle length and their sleeves were either long and puffy or elbow length and like tighter so basically like every woman at that time (laughs) like dressing for academia just meant like making sure you were clean cut and um, because this was also a time when like People didn't really have to have a reason for like kicking you out of school, so everybody was,
1: you know, on time and punctual and dressed nice. And I think at that point it was like more important for women to make a like a really really good first impression. Like if you were perceived as not a like proper or like clean woman, then you would be judged more harshly, Mm -hmm. and then like you said, you could just get kicked out of class for. Looking a hoe, they wouldn't say that. Yeah, but it would in, be like disruption or something yeah, like that. Something kind of like, like how that. in modern day women's shoulders are disruptive to the class air quotes air quotes um, to men because who knows why, but apparently my shoulders turn on high school boys or just like the f- idea that they could distract them. Like, yes, I'm like, yeah, like, anybody. My shoulder, man, that turns me on. Like, so no. Dumb. Yeah, but so um,
0: I was reading a couple of articles. The first one was from uh, InterExchange.org, which, gonna be honest, didn't do a whole lot of research on this source. But I know that they are like a funded, like a foundation, like they have to raise money for their stuff, so they're Mm -hmm. not like corporate buyout people, and then um, they also have a lot of information about, like, traveling between countries, so I think they're, you know, probably it's more like a world international, view. yeah, so, um, which I could be totally wrong, but who knows, so this um, from interexchange.org is American fashion through the decades, because it was really hard to find, like, college-specific stuff, yeah, because nobody really thought about their life in like fashion segments like that until like the 70s or 80s yeah Yeah.
1: because there just wasn't a reason to like everybody kind of dressed in like the same sense of style for all of their life yeah and there just
0: wasn't as much option back then yeah
1: true it was more like this is what women wear and this is what men wear and then there were like slight adaptations for different age groups like Children's were not as nice of fabrics, and they were, like, easily washable, and then Mm -hmm. women's were kind of, like, not form-fitting, but form-fitting in the right areas, and, like, made them look, like, potential wife material kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it just changed through. Now we have so many different options of what you could wear. Yeah, there is definitely less of a, like, binary now,
0: but so, um, this has the Roaring 20s as the first like section and so it's talking about how most everything was um, it was very unprecedented to wear anything that was um above the knee so like knee length knee level was pretty much standard if not lower um and they most of the time were seen wearing like bobbed out haircuts so like the bob with like the flare at the end And there was a lot of, like, fur and pinstripe and sequins at this time, too. And then um, it skips to the 1950s, so post-war era. And uh, this is when you start to see more of the, like, tulle puffy skirts and lace and pastel colors. Kind of, like, exploring the world of textile now. Yeah, and you see multiple layers of, like, they've got belts, around their dresses, and gloves, and, like, some accessories that, like, maybe you wouldn't have worn, you would have worn, like, out to an event, but not necessarily as just, like, a housewife. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you're starting to see more, like, people are almost becoming more formal with their dress in a day-to-day. I mean, this is definitely the most relaxed and casual we've ever been, but, like, between, like, really the 50s and the, like mid 60s people were genuinely pretty formal yeah like
1: they expressed themselves in different ways like i know we started seeing like towards the 60s and 70s like color tights like Mm -hmm. it used to just be skin tone or beige or white but then they started coming out with like blues and pinks and fun colors like even if you were wearing like formal proper attire you had that little like pop that like kind of made it cliche not everyone was always accepting of those but it kind of like let you make your own personal mark on your style Mm -hmm. and that's when you started to see like um
0: like pins and stuff like women always wore brooches like decorative brooches but brooches were more like formal or, like, heirlooms or family collections kind of stuff. And now when we get into the next part is the 1960s, the age of counterculture, you start to see, like, people are expressing themselves more, like, politically with their clothing um, and, like I said, with buttons and stuff like that. And um, this started, like, this um, trend of what they call, like, mod fashion, uh, originated in London and in, um, it reached the United States by the mid 1960s so like exactly when we're talking about and it was defined by quote bright colors and bold geometric shapes mod fashion became prominent amongst the affluent youth in the United States so um, the opposite of this were the greasers so leather and slicked back hair and mod t-shirts and clean denim, yeah,
1: yeah, fitted t-shirts. Like always combing their hair. Literally think of Grace Greasers. That's exactly what they were. Yeah, total style.
0: And so then by sixty seven, the mod counterculture people have kind of turned into what we think of like hippies. So um, then you get into the seventies, which is defined in fashion as the Me decade, um, which uh is like people are becoming even more political in the way that they're not just putting on pins that say like their campaign name and stuff like that they're like wearing actual articles of clothing that say things like rock the vote and stuff like that like they're actually
1: producing articles of clothing like this is when we first saw like protests where like all of the like, you know, when you see rallies and you see people that have, like, organized mass t-shirts, it was kind of like when you first started seeing that out in the open yeah. on a large scale. And so the, like, one of the big ideas for this and why
0: it's called, like, the me decade is um, because a lot of the clothing at this time was unisex, so you could sort of, like, interchange, like, what section of the stores you were shopping in and stuff like that, because everything, everybody was sort of wearing the same, like... Denim on leather combination, like the same fit,
1: the same yeah, the same type of like slim to fit. To clarify, unisex is always just women wearing men's clothes because <laughs> we have a smaller frame, which means if it's unisex and it's meant to fit both genders, it's obviously going to be tailored more towards the male gender body figure because we'll be able to fit bigger but they won't be able to fit smaller I' mm-hmm. not have a problem with it that's just what unisex is like I bought yeah. unisex sweatpants in like high school and I was like oh these are medium like that's I should fit my like 7 inches taller than me husband fits in them perfectly fine so he wears them more than I do when he's here because they fit him yet they're a unisex medium but yeah not my size medium <laughs> Yeah, I always go smaller
0: on unisex, like, or just, like, adult, like, when you get t-shirts and it's, like, adult, I'm always, like, I'm an adult small, even though in, like, women's t-shirts I'm a medium, I'm, like, no, I'm, I'm an adult small, (laughs) um, and then, like, this is when you also start seeing bell bottoms, and then, um, tight tops,
1: and crop tops, and stuff like that. It's kind of like the launch of personal fashion. Yeah, so when you think of, like different styles and different aspects and everybody having their own kind of like flair to them this is the type of era that you think of like you think some of us wear leather pants still some of us wear little crop tops or flare jeans Mm -hmm. and like funny silk belts that hung down and the headbands and all the fun aspects that kind of started making each person their own on like in the presence yeah
0: and then we get into the 80s which is marked as the age
1: of creativity
0: which um, is similar to the fashion of the 70s, but in 84, pop artists like Madonna and Cindy Lauper changed the game. And they started um, combining things like tight skin, like leggings, paired with like chunky sweaters and like oversized off the shoulder things. And so this is when like um, more like leisure, like casual wear also became more acceptable
1: jazzer size yeah yeah you think of like old-school jazzer size yes leg warmers and leggings but then the super chunky sweaters. like that's all i think of when i think of jazzer size no matter like it's 2018 and there's still jazzer size studios out there but yet i don't know what i would wear other than tight leggings and a chunky sweatshirt to jazzer size
0: yeah and then the 80s is also when in the professional world we start seeing power dressing So this is when blazers for women start coming out and like... Women's pantsuit. Yeah, so we start seeing uh, women establish their own, like, we talk about teaching women to take up the space that they deserve because we're taught so often as women to like take up as little space as possible, whether that's uh, physically or emotionally in our relationships or Mm -hmm. whatever to just like make our problems and our stuff as small as possible so that we can fit as much of other people's stuff as possible into our lives. And so this is when women really start making their own space and making their own mark in, like, professional clothing. Um, And then you get to the 90s, which is dubbed the decade of anti-fashion. You start seeing, like, flannels being worn more often And uh, knit, like, sweatshirts and sweatpants and even, like, matching sweatpants sets and stuff like that start coming out. Juicy
1: velour suits are starting to, like... Mm -hmm. And, like, like more
0: relaxed-fitting jeans, so, like, you start seeing, like, looser hemlines and stuff
1: like that. Totally a 90s Mm -hmm. fashion kind of person. Like, that's my aesthetic the more I look into it like in my head I would love to be 70s it's like high-waisted flare like bell-bottom jeans and a cute little crop top in reality I'm like mom jeans and a men's large flannel with the sleeves rolled up five times and then a crop top under that because I have like so much baggy stuff I kind of need a little contour other than on a box but yeah that's my epitome yeah
0: Um, and so, then in the 90s, um, also, like, like I said, relaxed pants, MC Hammer, brought parachute pants their claim to fame, um, and so you just start seeing more things like that, and then, most of us can remember the 2000s, we're starting to, like, um, move away from, like, scrunchies and, um, yeah, we're moving, yeah, and we're starting to, like, um, we're bringing back those like belly rise shirts and those like hippie jeans are coming back a little bit um and then this is also when you start seeing uh ballet flats become a staple in like women's clothing um everyone's wearing like baseball caps now so we're getting like as you can see more relaxed as time goes on and then of course now we're in the 2010s so i know that that's not like specifically college style but that was like style through the decades so you can kind of imagine what your university if it was around could have looked like at the time people walking around you can
1: always find like go back on website on like your school's page and they're bound to have pictures from oh my gosh um, school rallies like I couldn't even imagine but fashion always recycles itself oh like we've gone back through like the mods in the 60s and wearing like some girls are still wearing like colored tights and fitted stuff and the little bob stuff, but it's gotten to the point now where we're not like in a cycle that this era we're redoing the 60s and the next year we're back in the 70s and going back. Like there's it's sort of like a mix. Uh, and match. Yeah, it's like some of us are wearing 90s styles and then some of us are like living in the 70s style again with all the flared jeans and then some of us are kind of like living in the now. Mm -hmm. which is just a mix of all of them. Like, it's no longer, like, this is the go-to for style. Mm -hmm. It's interesting if you look at it, because then you'll think you're looking fly in your 90s grunt wear, and then someone's in, like, 70s, like, total rock-looking outfit, and you're like, man, they look fly. Yeah. So, um, the other article that I'm going to talk about is from
0: Cosmopolitan. It's 25 incredible looks to wear all over campus. And this was like a picture article. So um, I'm going to talk about the things that I noticed that were in most of these outfits that I think are key things to remember when you're dressing for campus. Um, The first one being layers, because you have no idea how hot or how cold your classrooms are going to be especially if they're all over the place like since i'm an integrative studies major now i have classes in a bunch of different buildings and i have two classes in the english building that are like cold as crap and then i have another class in the social sciences building that i sweat in every single day Yeah. so layers are like definitely a key
1: i always will like throw a light jacket in my bag or like freshman year i had class on the opposite side of campus from our dorm room so like walking over there i'm sweating and then the building is freezing so the second i would step inside obviously like covered in sweat i would become cold as anything but now i sort of just like i try to dress in the middle because i leave early enough that it's not super hot out so i'll wear like cropped leggings and then a t-shirt but i always try to pack, like, throw just a light jacket in there, because I'm always the person that gets cold out of nowhere. Yeah, that's what I do, too. And then, um,
0: another thing that I noticed was that some of the outfits had, like, prints or really bright colors, but otherwise it was, like, pretty, not, like,
1: monotone, like, boring, but, like, earthy colors. Yeah. You know? Which is also more, like, that's my kind of style. Like, I have a couple things that have bright colors, but... The most colors I have are, like, blues, greens, and reds, which are still falling into the earth tones colors Mm -hmm. genre, and then, like, blacks and grays and tans and things like that. Yeah. I um,
0: I think that's also because, like, at least for me, when I'm at school, I don't want to attract any extra attention to myself. Like, I want to just... Sit there, do what I need to do, get it done, and leave. I don't want, like, really on campus, I don't want anybody coming up to me and complimenting me on my outfit.
1: I just want to get to my car, man. Like, I don't, like, I I won't talk much, but I'll sit in the front, like, first two rows, because I know that personally, if I sit in the back, the farther back I am, the less likely I'm going to pay attention, and that's just my own thing. Mm -hmm. But being in the front, I do not want it to be, like, loud. I don't want to be the girl that's in, like, a super bright pink top and wearing like these super loud comfy pants or like people notice me automatically when I walk in the door that's just not who I want to be mm-hmm. I also like if I see professor walking towards me I kind of put my eyes down I'm like don't ask me a question don't, <laughs> don't talk to me right now it's still early kind of thing yeah
0: um, okay then I wanted to oh wait another thing was so one more thing that I endorse from this article for the ladies Is an easy way to dress up a t-shirt is to just wear a skirt with it. Yes. So I totally totally endorse that because if you have some like mid thigh to like almost knee length skirts you can totally get away with wearing like a pair of Nike pros or something like that under those and then you don't feel like awkward and like naked under your skirt all day but you still are only having to wear like a t-shirt. So for me that's a go-to on like really bad period days when I'm having really bad cramps and i don't want to wear like a hemline down on my like ovary region but i also don't want t- or like most of the time i do this because i don't have leggings clean and so i'm like All right, I don't want to wear. I don't really own that many shorts, so that's not really an option for me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm always like, I don't want to wear jeans, so I guess I'll just wear one of these like higher waisted skirts, and then it'll hit me in a place that won't be so uncomfortable, and I can still wear a t-shirt really easily, and it also dresses it up.
1: (laughs) Always rule for females: wear shorts under skirts and dresses. Like, even if it's not a period day, even if it's not hot outside, it just like. it makes me more comfortable, and none of us need a Maryland moment. Like, if the wind blows up and I'm wearing shorts, I'm like, whatever. But you never have to worry about, like, am I bending down the right way? I can't, I kind of feel like really open and like out there. And it's just all around more comfortable but you can always dress up t-shirts by like tying a little knot in it because Mm -hmm. now that style is coming back like we used to tie them with a hair tie but now like if you physically knot it it makes a little statement or you tuck it in or you roll the sleeves like there's all these different ways to kind of up your t-shirt game
0: yeah and then one thing in this article that I don't endorse is that a lot of these looks girls were wearing like really cute high-heeled boots or wedges do not even attempt that. The disgusting that. face I just made. If you are a baby little freshman, do not, honey, do not even try
1: that. Don't break your break your poor little ankles. Like, save everybody. Don't do it. The only time I have ever worn heels on campus is for presentations because I'm a business major. So the only time I ever even dress up anymore, when I have guest speakers in my class, and like, those are professionals, so I always try to look like, better than my roll-out-of-bed 10 minutes before I'm leaving effort, or when I have, like, professional, like, practice pitch sales calls and things like that. I would – those are the only times. And I will never wear them all day. You all – I always bring a change of clothes because you're – it definitely makes you the person that everybody kind of looks at. If you're, like, randomly walking around campus and you're in, like, a full business attire or you're wearing, like, (laughs) this outfit and heels, everybody's going to be like, what is she – What is she doing? Well, not just that, but it's so
0: uncomfortable. uncomfortable. The
1: amount of blisters. I wore heels for like two hours, and the farthest I walked was from my business building to the student center, which is like maybe a five-minute walk if I walk slow. (laughs) By the time I got back, I wanted to throw my shoes at somebody that said anything. Like, I wanted, I was like, get off my feet. Yeah. I walked barefoot the rest of that day because it was the one day I forgot shoes. I really walked around campus barefoot. It was raining. I bought socks from the school store, and I was like... This isn't gonna be me. I don't want to wear these anymore. Yeah,
0: I no. Just invest in some professional flats, ladies. Like, don't even unless you just love wearing heels and your feet can do it. Then I commend you. But I do not. in
1: your feet like I do not believe
0: that there is a woman on this planet that would say heels are comfortable. And if you are a woman that thinks heels are comfortable, please let us know because I have not met one yet. So, like, you would be, like, a
1: unicorn. Like, there's always those, like, couple pair of heels that we all have, like, Like down on our feet. Yes, that, like, are more comfortable to wear long-term. But nobody plans for heels to wear... Walking and hiking across campus because it's never just a flat terrain either. You're going well, up steps and up hills and around corners and
0: yeah. And there's also just so many people getting around so many different ways. Like there are people jogging, there are people skateboarding, there are people on heelys, there are people on uh, what are those things called? Uh, scooters like there's Hoverboard bikes, hoverboards, hoverboards. Yeah, now they're not anymore. They're banned.
1: Thank you. They were for a
0: while. So it's just like. Even though you could be the most careful person walking in heels, you just don't know
1: what dummy in Heely's is going to come up behind you. People come up on their bikes and they have no regard for any person on the sidewalk. Like, they're wide sidewalks on our campus, but I have almost gotten run over by a bike, like, multiple times because they don't want to go around or they think that that is their aisle. Like, this is their space. They're coming, whether you're ready or not. Yeah. So things about heels,
0: if you're a girl... Don't wear them unless you have to on campus. Always and if you're a boy wires. and you see a girl wearing heels on campus, literally applaud her walking <laughs> <If you laughs> because wear heels
1: always always go for thicker heels because the smaller the yeah. heel is, the worse it's going to hurt your foot. And get some of those
0: little band-aids. Yeah. But if you're going to wear heels, get some of those band-aids that are like just the little baby squares because those are really good for blisters blisters. that's all i'm saying and then um the next thing i wanted to talk about is i wanted to give the listeners some tips on saving money on clothes in college so i am going to say first and foremost because i'm not we're obviously going to give more tips but no matter where you are you have access to coupons so, always be looking for, like, Kohl's always has really good coupons and stuff like that. They have a really good rewards program, too. So, if you live in an area where, like, some of these other options might not be available, then coupons always are. Things like Retail Me Not are always available. And you also now online have things like Poshmark and stuff like that where you can buy
1: actual designer stuff, like, really Secondhand. marked down. Yes. yeah. Also. Like, we look we're big on secondhand and like thrift shopping because yeah. that's always the first place I, we go to look. Yeah, consignment shops are always great, especially when you clean out your closet too. It's a great place. Like ours lets you sell for either like store credit or cash. So if you're broke for cash, we would always go there. But mm-hmm. then they also give us the option to donate our clothes that we don't want anymore, yeah. which is also helpful. So it donates to a local church or you can always like We share closets with friends. Like, I have a, jump, like, a romper, and Allison's worn it for her engagement photos because it was, like, she wasn't going to need it again. So, share with your friends for, like, specific items that you know you're only going to wear a handful of times, kind of things like that. Mm -hmm.
0: And also, if you're strapped for cash, don't feel like you have to buy high-quality, like, I'm not even talking about, like, designer, but, like, sometimes Walmart is too expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's no shame in going to, like, three different Goodwills and trying to find what you need. Like, Mm -hmm. I have gone... I used to make my own like high-waisted shorts and one time I went to literally three different Goodwills up here like in I went to one I went to two Kennesaw ones and one Marietta one because I was like I'm gonna find
1: the jeans that I need and I I used to hack it by getting um, larger sized shorts Mm -hmm. and then I would like tailor them on the waistband, but if they were larger they would always come up a little bit higher and then I would make those into my high waisted pants or shirts. Um, Always shop clearance racks if you're going to department stores because they are always great finds. Like right now, Mm -hmm. I think our target clearance section over there, the women's clothes is probably filled about the size of Allison's two car garage full of like just women's clothes, the men's clothes are and kids' clothes are in a different section, but it is so packed like when we when you think of sales and movies like hectic crazy packed, like three people bump into each other, your clothes are flying everywhere, that's what it looks like. It's just like that.
0: Man, that's crazy. Um and then also look for charity sales in your area, the same consignment store that we were talking about a minute ago. Um, they do this thing called a charity fill bag um, mm-hmm. Shout out Uptown Cheapskate. When is the real fill bag <laughs> But yeah, so those charity sales can be really good because the businesses are just trying to make money for the charity. They're not, they don't have any other goal those days. And so you can always find really, really, really good deals at
1: charity sales. The last fill bag sale me and Allison went to, collectively we got about four to five hundred dollars worth of clothes between the two of us and I think we spent thirty dollars max because mm-hmm. those were always great but look around where you are see what kind of consignment stores there are see what kind of promotions they do yeah ours also has like a rewards program through five stars which a lot of like companies and stores around us have so you just look in your area but it's just as simple as putting in your phone number and then however many dollars you spend converts into points and then enough points is a coupon. So that's another way to help save money. Yeah. And also don't be afraid
0: to, I know we talked about this a little bit before, but don't be afraid to clean out your closet and get rid of the junk that you know you're not going to ever wear again or that you just haven't worn in a while. Like you might still like an item, but you've, you can't remember the last time you put it on. So you probably honestly don't need that anymore. Mm -hmm. And... There's probably somewhere within a 50-mile radius of you that does some sort of clothing swap thing, whether it be the Salvation Army or a consignment store. Like
1: you can always change out your your Garage wardrobe. Garage sale that way. post on Facebook. Yeah, becoming really popular, and you'll see people. Facebook Marketplace are selling their clothes there they'll sell them for just like a lot of clothes and they'll be like this entire bag of women's clothes is x amount of dollars Mm -hmm. so that's also another option yeah so don't be afraid to like switch out things in your closet just because you're broke doesn't mean you can't
0: have new clothes whether they're new new or they're new to you um and the best way to do that is like legitimately getting rid of the stuff that
1: you have to make room for more stuff that is the cheapest way to do it the one thing that is super important, like, as a 20-something-year-old, kind of, because we're also growing into, like, what our style is or what we're trying to become, get good basics, whether it's mm-hmm. a good pair of jeans that you know you're comfortable in or, like, your basics, like, bodysuits or t-shirts, mm-hmm. like, things that you can mix and match with different items that still kind of keep your style. Like, you could have a basic, like, black t-shirt and it's your favorite, but you can wear it with, like colorful jogger pants or jeans or sweatpants or whatever else you want to wear it with it kind of like make things that you can wear in multiple different like ways and kind of still repurpose them every single time this way you still have eight different looks but for the price of one item which is also a super helpful way to save money because Mm -hmm. you're not needing to spend as much
0: yeah and that's the last thing that I want to talk about is I want to give a couple of examples. I don't know if you'll have any off the top of your head, but I think you probably will, Um, of like outfits for us examples that are functional and cute, that aren't like lazy outfits, but that take minimal effort. So this is like mostly about finding what you're comfortable in. So for me, this might be too much information, but I hate wearing bras. I hate wearing underwear. If I don't have to wear those things, I'm not going to. So, bodysuits are incredible for me because unless I'm on my period, you don't need underwear with those. Unless you're sharing it with somebody else, then be considerate and wear underwear. Like if you know your Please. friends are going to borrow that bodysuit, or if you are borrowing that bodysuit, wear underwear. But if it's yours, it's fine. It's like a leotard or a bathing suit. And That's perfect for me because I throw it on and I don't have to, like, put on all the undergarments that I hate putting on. And then I can put on literally whatever bottoms I want. A skirt, a pair of jeans. Um, Sometimes I even wear, like, I'll wear my work slacks. Like, I have one pair of really nice, like, basic black, like, work pants. And, um they come up like a little bit higher so no matter what my cut on my bodysuit is I can sort of wear any bodysuit and those pants and a blazer that I want and so for me that's like an essential functional wear is bodysuits and then um like Sam said finding like your basics so for me like the thing that I reach for first if I'm not like gonna wear leggings today is um high-waisted jeans or like so I have one pair of high-waisted shorts. So sometimes the shorts, but I have um, Forever Twenty One denim high-waisted jeans, and I got both of the pairs I have for seven eighty because that is how much Forever Twenty One denim. Forever Twenty
1: One is great for staple items. Yes, as a twenty-something, well, you can always get staple items everywhere, but. Getting something that's going to last you a while, that's cheap, as long as you take care of it, because mm-hmm. if you do not take care of Forever 21 clothes, they will fall apart. Yeah. But I, we've had Forever 21 basics since freshman year that I've had held us.
0: these two jeans. I've had one of the pairs of jeans since my freshman year, and, like, I've had drunk bar nights in them. I've worn them to work functions. Like, they're silver so style. They're just black jeans, And then um, I also have like just a regular pair of like denim, blue denim colored high waisted ones. And they're the same pants, they're just different colors. They're both $7. And the way that I found my Forever 21 denim works best is if I wash it in cold water and only do a denim cycle with it and then hang them to dry. So if you're having issues with like keeping your denim up if it's cheap denim don't dry your cheap denim it's going to shrink and it's going to fade and it's going to look gross stitching lay it out to dry yeah
1: allison was always the person since freshman year she was the first person i like actually saw do this she does like five different kinds of laundry loads she separates everything to the max (laughs) and i'm the kind of person that throws it all in i'll separate like My mom doesn't even separate whites anymore. Like, I went to separate it. She's like, just throw it all in. It's fine. I'm like, oh. Yeah. We ballin' like that now. But a lot of times, like, you used to have to separate your whites and your colors because your washing machines and your laundry detergents weren't made to To keep it. To wash Yes. But now, with all of these advances, like... You can as long as you do it the right way. Like, I separate clothes and towels. That's about... And sheets. Yeah. Allison does, like, denim and underwear. Well, I have to because our
0: washer and dryer are still from the 80s. So, we don't... You live with Mama and Papa and they got nice stuff. We are yes. in college and we don't have nice stuff. So, our washer and dryer, we're free. <laughs> but, um... So, if you're living in, like, a dorm where they might not have the best laundry stuff, or if you're, like, going to a laundromat or something, they're probably still more updated than the ones I have. But I separate, like, I do a load of the stuff that I know I can't put in the dryer. So stuff that I know is going to shrink, like, I just go ahead and get all that out of the way first so that I can hang it to dry. yeah. Yeah. And then I do darks and then whites and then towels. And then if I have denim,
1: like, I only... Have like two pairs of denim. You don't even need to wash denim after every wear. Like you can get a couple wears if you're, especially if you're. I only wash back -back. if I don't like
0: sweat or if they don't get nasty. Then I only wash them like seriously, maybe
1: once a month, and And then I just throw those two. You're like, who are these girls? They don't like they wear guys Don't wash
0: your jeans. They're it's bad for you. Yes, it really is bad. Like denim is not supposed to be used like that. You guys, (laughs) PSA. But yeah, so what would you say, so my functional outfit would be a bodysuit, and if it's professional, either, like, well not either, it would be slacks and a blazer, and if it's not professional, it would be bodysuit and high-waisted pants or shorts.
1: For me, comfort is key. I don't want to be in anything that's itchy or tight or is like pinching my skin in a weird way when I'm sitting in a chair all day. So, I'm the girl in our group that wears, like, Palazzo pants and the, like, funky-looking joggers, and all those fun pattern pants are my go-tos, and because they're really easy to kind of, like, dress up or dress down based off of what kind of top or what kind of shoes you're wearing. So, like, I'll wear, like, I love bodysuits. Bodysuits have become my go-to with those fun pants, and so... Like, if I'm trying to look cute, my go-to style is a bodysuit and, like, palazzo or colorful jogger pants. Like, joggers don't need to be active wear anymore. We have a lot of, like, fashion joggers, and those are really fun to play with. And then a cute flat or, like, a little, like, booty. Not a heeled booty. A booty. It's just a flat one. But on a day-to-day college basis, I'm leggings and a big t-shirt and... My, like, off-brand Birkenstocks because your girl is too broke to pay $98 for a pair of shoes. But on days that it's important to look, like, better where I want to feel kind of cute about myself. Which, I still feel cute in my t-shirt. I don't let anybody take that away from me. But if I want to have, like, some fun colors on, I always go bold pants, basics tops. Because I think pants are a really fun thing to play with because not everyone plays with colorful pants. A lot of people go basic bottoms, colorful shirts. I have to be the opposite for some reason. (laughs) I have to be the person that's like, I have loud legs. Look at me go. (laughs) Well, that is all that I had prepared for this episode. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Sam? I think we covered all of it. Um, Mainly, though, just do you. Yeah. Kind of pick, like... Figure yourself out. You're I used, there to learn. Wear what's going to help you learn. Yes. I used to be the person that got up like an hour early every morning and did like straighten my hair and put in contacts and did like a full beat face on me just to sit in a chair for eight hours a day. And then as I got older, I'm like, why? I don't brush my hair. I wear glasses. If You're lucky if I take a face wipe to my face before I get to class in the morning. <laughs> like, I... It's just important to be comfortable in your skin and who you are. So if you're the type of girl that you feel most comfortable wearing, like, Lily Pulitzer. Yes. And getting dressed Super up heels. Heels And being, like, all put together. That is so okay. Just be you is really the important thing in college because that's kind of what makes all of us unique. And it's interesting to look on a campus mm-hmm. and see, these are all the different type of people I go to school with, yet we're all in the same place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, on that note, I think that's a perfect thing to end on. I am going to announce to you guys that I think we've got the Apple issue fixed. We've got it down to only um, one like streaming, this is 20 something platform on Apple Podcasts the last time I checked, which was like a couple hours ago. So, um, We are only down to one of those now, which is perfect, so you guys know which one to subscribe to. The other one isn't deleted, the feed isn't gone, it's just been merged into the existing one. So if you're already subscribed to the one that's just been merged, um, I'm not sure if it'll carry your subscription over to the new one or not, so you might want to go ahead and click that subscribe button again if it's not already highlighted for you. Um, and yeah, I think that's everything in the way of announcements. Um, next week is going to be our last listener suggestion episode for this first series. And, um, we also just had a bonus episode come out last week too. So let me know what you guys thought about that. And I can't wait to talk to you all next Tuesday. Um, remember to follow us and interact with us on social media. We're at this is 20 pod on Instagram and Twitter. And then on Facebook, we are, this is 20 something. And, let us know what you want to hear about because we want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. So, all right. We will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.